I have nothing to prove to you. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I am joined as always by... That's a flurkin. I'm Mark. Why are we doing Captain Marvel quotes? And also, what is your Captain Marvel quote from? It's uh, She says it when she fights. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Okay. <laughs> um, but, but she says it. It was a quote I liked. Um, I'm joined by Mark. Chad's not here. Hey, this is the most formless episode we've ever had. So I'm going to go ahead and tell this story that happened at work today that I should have told you before. Um, okay, hold on. I need Captain to Marvel explain. related. Okay, but pause because I need to explain. I might forget it. Okay. Chad is not here this week. Um, he, I don't know. He was fucking like, he, he told us he hates movies now and he didn't want to talk about them. He needed like two weeks to go to like a yoga retreat and focus on gathering his movie energy back. Um, Look, so I get it. We watched a lot of movies for that picky episode. We did. And, um, we're going to reveal the winners of what won the pickies, but we're going to do that at the end of the app. So we decided we're going to have a very like formless, like Mark said, formless episode, kind of a grab bag. We're going to talk about Captain Marvel um, as long as we can without spoiling it. Um, then we're going to talk about um, what's been good in 2019 so far and what we're looking forward to. And then we will reveal who you guys chose as the winner for the 2019 pickies. Um, and everyone keep Chad in, um, in your prayers and pray that he finds the light in the dark theater again and returns back to the world of cinemas and megaplexes. Amen. It's tricky because um, you think the light is in the front of the theater, but it's actually behind you. Like the projector's behind you most of the time, unless it's like a, a back projected thing, but most like cineplexes aren't like that. Mark, if you try to talk science to me, I will also quit the podcast. All I know is there is a light that appears and I look at it and I like it. All I know is that it's shiny and I like it. Um, it's shiny and it's big and it's loud and it keeps me distracted and happy for two hours. Cody, I have bad uh, news about the story about Captain Marvel I was going to tell. Did you forget it? No, I re- realized that it is like the crux of the story is a huge spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'll tell you off the pot. Okay, good. Yeah, because... It is I like mean, a third act have... reveal story. <laughs> mm, yeah, so that is... So, so, so what did you see at the middle Megaplex? I saw Captain Marvel. So we're just going to talk about Captain Marvel, um, but not the whole time. Um, Most of it. Little did I know going into the movie how spoiler, like spoilable this movie was. Didn't realize that going in. I was like, oh, there's not going to be anything to spoil. Like, whatever. Is there anything to really spoil like an Iron Man 1 or, you know, anything like that? Now, this yes, might that be Jeff one of Bridges the... Yes, Bridges is the bad guy. <laughs> I guess sort of, yeah. Um, this feels weirdly like one of the biggest um, spoilable Marvel movies. Because the whole structure of the movie is Brie Larson tries uh, to remember Carol Danvers. who she is. Yeah, doesn't know what's going on the whole time. So it is like, we can't say character names, really. Well, so we can't, like... I think, well, it's not like, it's not like the name Carol Danvers. We're like, oh, she is Captain Marvel. Um, right. You can bleep that out, Chad, if you're really picky about it. <laughs> um, and, like, the so, like, there's, like, this whole memory time travel thing in the beginning of it. Not um, time travel. Not time travel, but memory. it kind of feels like time travel. But isn't memory yeah. just time travel? Anyway, well, Mark. um, it's not, uh, but like, kind of, um, kind of. Anyway, 
but like that memory thing, like if you are good at watching movies, you can kind of tell like the vague direction it's going to go where you're like, oh, she's like, Chad, again, uh, bleep this if you feel like it's too much of a spoiler. <laughs> I don't think it is. Where you, you're watching it and you're like, oh, so she's like definitely from Earth and this pilot lady is like her mentor. Mm-hmm. But like you know, yep. can't say who that <laughs> much more who than that, that pilot. But like that is something that like Brie Larson or like Captain Marvel is too dumb to realize. Like she's having flashbacks. And she's like, "What am I flashing back to? Your life, bitch." Uh, no, I, so I should not call <laughs> Captain Marvel a bitch. You really shouldn't. <laughs> You're just half of the aggressive energy. It's yes. fine. Uh, but I feel like at times in the movie, you know more than uh, Captain Marvel does. I think so, and I think that's partly by design. Yeah, I like, mean, I of think course. that is. Uh, somewhat the attempt but i think the biggest spoiler to me revolved around how they kept certain elements of the comics but tweaked them um so there are some like character reveals that weren't that shocking but there was one that was very shocking um and i i I gasped aloud um the MacGuffin reveals kind of crazy you know so so i don't know it's um did did you like the movie? Mark? I did. Um, it's a good flick. It is very good. I mean, like, um, not my favorite Marvel movie, which I mean, I think everyone has said about those, except for like some people who are saying this is their favorite Marvel movie. In which case, cool. Um, yeah, the, yeah. I if it is, it is. Um, and. It's almost, I was hearing somebody kind of talk about that. Like, it's almost not fair to be like, it's not my favorite Marvel movie. Like, it is because you're comparing them, right? Yeah. But, but like, most people's favorite Marvel movies are the team-up movies yeah. or the sequels where they're, like, already established characters. So, as an origin story, I think this one is my favorite origin story. No, it's not. Yeah. Because I really love First Avenger. Well, the... He, Thinking, like, of the recent origin stories, because, like, you know, the Captain America origin story, the Iron Man origin story, to some extent, like, it's hard to separate Iron Man 1 from everything else we know about Iron Man to some extent. Um, Yeah. But, like, of the recent origin stories, which is, like, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, um, Spider-Man, Homecoming, to some extent... Um, yeah. Although it's not really an origin story, whatever. Yeah. See, that's my thing think, with both Black Panther and Spider-Man: Homecoming is like they are the first movies, but they have but their they powers. aren't really origins of the character. They, they've like been in Civil War and used their full power set before that, right? Although, right. like you know, um, Peter gets a new suit and like you know learns new moves, and you know. Doesn't T'Challa get a new suit too? Kind of. Yes, yes, he does. Yeah. Because. Uh, yeah. But and and also like, he both of them like truly become Spider-Man and learn what it means to be Spider-Man, and mm-hmm. Black Panther like learns what it means to be Black Panther. But I think like right. comparing this to Doctor Strange, which is like a true origin story, person gets their mm-hmm. powers. This is way different than that, and a lot of complaints about Doctor Strange were like, this is like basically an Iron Man origin story, but like, you know, it's still cool because it's got visual effects and good characters and stuff. Yeah. This like, it's kind of an origin story, not really told in reverse, but like because of the plot 
twist not like twists but it, it's got like a non-linear thing not i mean not really non-linear it it has no, a very but different it kinda, feel it's 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 the lost thing right so it is linear but they're flashing back to things and they're you're revealing things about the present during the flash yeah it's kind of a mystery box movie but not really it absolutely i think it is it's, it's I do marvel's it version is. of a mystery box movie Yes, a real exactly. mystery box movie is like a David Lynch movie where you you it ends and you're like I have more questions. Um, See, I, I think a, a true mystery box movie is closer to like the J.J. Abrams movie where like you don't know what it is going in, and oh, th- th- that's what was so shocking well, to me about Captain Marvel is I went in being like I know what this is, and it actually like had twist and told things in a interesting way and you know it kind of surprised me which is why i think i walked away enjoying it so much even though there definitely are like some certain flaws to it which you know there are in most marvel Mm -hmm. movies um um uh, let me ask you this what did you think of so so clearly like samuel jackson and uh clark craig are like digitally de-aged what do you think of those effects uh literally never noticed on either one of them and yeah it was awesome it's 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 weird it's not like i saw samuel jackson was like this looks fake but i i looked at it and i was like he doesn't look like he looked when he was young you know what i mean no like samuel jackson doesn't look like pulp fiction pulp fiction samuel jackson but he looks like a young colonel fury or i'm sorry right just fury um right isn't that bizarre because we know what he looks like when he's young but like that is not quite what they do but it's still like he looks like a real person and i couldn't tell if it was like a limitation of the cgi that they couldn't make him like young samuel jackson or if they were like you know what we don't need a young samuel jackson we need a young fury yeah I don't know. It worked for me, though. I It, it was never distracting to me. Yeah. I never, like, even thought about it, really. And straight up, I don't know if Clark Gregg has ever aged, so I don't know if they Not did any really. effects. He's kind of been, like, 45 I think forever. they gave him a little <laughs> bit more of, like, a young person hairline, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, they gave him tin-tin hair a little bit, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was crazy because they did all that digital de-aging, but then they did practical alien mask, which ruled. Yeah. The scroll masks are so good. I didn't realize those were practical. I thought that, I thought that was really cool. I also really liked the effect of the morphing and how like yeah. it kind of like turned on itself. It was really cool. Yeah, um, Ben Mendelsohn is great in the movie, mm-hmm. and Benning is great in the mm-hmm. movie. That all the acting from top to bottom is good. Um, really good cat the, actor in the movie. Really good cat actor. Um, I don't remember the name of the person who plays Carol's friend. Um, what is her name? But she's great, and so is um the character's daughter is also great. I loved the scene between like Carol's friend's daughter, uh, and mm-hmm. and Carol, where they were like you know just kind of talking and you know hanging out really. And I was like, oh, this yeah. is just like a cool scene of uh, you know people hanging out, but one of them's eight. Right. One of uh, her friend's name is Maria and uh, the actress's name is Lashana Lynch. Love that. There is this movie has like some very good, interestingly shot and played out emotional scenes. Like there's a lot of room to breathe and there's like it it feel it like there's one scene in particular that feels like a um why, why do you have big eyes? <laughs> I, I, like, dropped my phone. It was kind of loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark had Tim Burton big eyes. Um, 
I had Alita big eyes. Thank you very much. Right. <laughs> um, but 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 there is a scene that feels like a dramatic indie movie scene. There just also happens to be a scroll standing there, <laughs> and like it's a, a a dialogue scene that's very like. Um, emotionally charged and super well done and then there's like there's several parts not several there was like two times where i nearly cried um of of emotions or laughter uh, of emotions laughter it was uh, there was some good laugh beats i think that there were a lot of really good laugh beats and a lot of like there was one in particular that was like you know something happened and it was funny and then it kind of like just like stayed there for a while and like just Mm -hmm. like staying in that moment that was like kind of awkward just made it even funnier and it felt like a like a risk that a marvel movie wouldn't normally take to just like add on just a little bit of like a pause after a joke to be like huh uh uh right um, one of the writers of this film is married to one of the co-hosts of Hollywood Handbook, oh. and I have to imagine that their comedic sensibilities are similar. And That's that usually is... how relationships work, right? And so the, the 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 staying in the moment and just letting it sit <laughs> feels very yeah. of that. Yeah. Uh, um. But but the scene that really got me, and it's not really a spoiler because they show elements of it in the trailer. But you know, you see young Carol and old Carol. Um, you, you see her basically like standing up, like accepting her powers and they expand on that in that movie, in the movie. And that particular scene, like really got me. I was like, yeah, um, it's great. There's a lot that we can't talk about, like the future implications to the Marvel universe. Um, I'm really interested to where a sequel for this movie would go. Cause I have no idea. Yeah, you know, it, it it well. I mean, actually, the sequel is kind of set up, but the sequel would have to be before Infinity War, right. to some extent. Well, yeah, you know, before all of the all of the movies we've seen so far. Yeah, like it would still well, have to be. A prequel, it could happen after Iron Man uh, or concurrent. Maybe, too. but there's 13 years from the end of this movie until Iron Man. Yeah, well, well, I I can't discuss this sequel. Yeah, with, I know. Um, <laughs> Uh, her um, um, her power set seems incredibly too OP. much. Yeah, right. I was like, I was like, oh, she could just kill Thanos, right? Which is why it is kind of brilliant that they set up the stakes of like Carol is not going to be introduced until Thanos has already snapped his fingers yeah. because she would beat him. She would have killed him, mm-hmm. but now they have to reverse it. Like yes. so, killing him isn't enough. Yeah. So like. It's almost like they know what they're doing. Huh. Um, but, like, she is Superman. She is, like, as far as, like, the amount of ability she has. Like, she is stronger than anyone. I wonder if in Avengers... Because comics do this all the time. Like, I wonder if in her movies she seems, like, mega super powerful. Similar to how Thor does. And then she'll be weakened slightly. Like, in Avengers where you're like, oh, okay. Like, Thor, uh, Hulk can punch her. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm I'm sure Marvel loves to do a thing where it's like, uh-oh, two characters haven't met. We don't know who's stronger. They should fight. And then they'll fight. I and mean, I, that's comic books. Yeah. And I love it. Um, <laughs> It's so great. Uh, and it, I every time, like, in Infinity War, when, uh, like, the two teams fight, like, like... The Guardians versus the... Guardians versus... The Space, Space Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Um, I like was like I I kept wanting to like keep notes of like all right uh, Spider Man can beat Drax but Drax can beat Iron Man but Iron Man can beat Star Lord but Star Lord beats Spider Man so who wins? Um, right. And I kept wanting to like keep stats of like who would win in each fight. I was like no, just yeah. watch the movie, Mark. 
I think I told you as like right after the that movie came out that that was one of the scene like Infinity War feels so much like a comic event book yep. more than any other movie ever had and that scene felt so much like a comic book and I loved it because it is like oh we meet for the first time we have to fight yeah like it, it's, it's, it's great that scene every time I'm like all right you 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 can be friends, but I do want to see you fight. So go, I do want to see fight. Go ahead I mean, and fight. It happened. I won't. Mind. It happens in the first Avengers, also the the, the like yep. wood fight. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. Um, man, what is that <laughs> fight in the woods? Is so great. Mark and I are really pissed because we were hanging out a couple weekends ago, and Avengers was just on TV as our friends were cooking. Uh, we weren't nope. participating uh-uh. in the cooking. Like, no, nah, we were watching TV. Avengers was on and we watched like so much of the beginning and uh, then our friends got done and we're like, okay, we need to go upstairs. We don't want to keep watching this movie because we want to watch it from the beginning. And we were like, we were, like a <laughs> scene away from the woods fight. <laughs> but like, yeah, we watched like the scene in Germany where like they interrupt yeah. Loki and then they flew off and we're like, wait, can we just watch the woods fight? <laughs> but I know that if I watched the woods fight, I would want to watch like the conversation they have on the helicarrier uh-huh. Dude, but I'd then the helicarrier just... thing is really cool. Right. Like it's oh, Avengers is so and good. Th- and it's then so I mean, good. you may as well watch the Battle of New York. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Uh, um, and then you good. might as well watch Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> and then you may as well watch Infinity War. And then you might as well just um, go back and watch Iron Man One to see where it started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, Captain Marvel. It's on the best pictures picks for 2019. We all enjoyed it a lot. Chad really liked it. He's not here to like really explain his reasoning why, but he has it pretty high up on his list, and uh, he really liked it. Does it help that all three of us boys own cats? Um, probably a little. Yeah. Well, that cat is great. <laughs> yeah, it's a big cat movie. Good um, cat. Good cat goose. Um, okay. Good cat name. Yeah, it's a pretty goose good a great cat, cat name. name. I'm kind of mad. In the comics, the cat was named Chewy, and that kind of bums me out because that's a good cat. But name. it's also, also a Star Wars reference, and they don't even want to. Well, I guess they have reference Star. Wars No, they before. make Star Wars references all the time, which is why I think they didn't because they were like, okay, come on, we got to yeah. do something else because like a Spider-Man references star wars non-stop yeah. like he's got the death star you guys seen that really old movie about... empire strikes back yeah right the greatest line in american uh, cinema it kind of bumps me out that they repeated it like i laughed and loved it when i first saw infinity war but now i'm like okay did he have to do it again because yeah. he references alien um which is way more obscure. Like the fact that he was like, have you guys seen Empire Strikes Back? That really old movie. That almost doesn't make as much sense as Aliens. Anyway, well, who but cares? The joke is that everyone's seen Empire Strikes Back. Not right. as many people have seen Alien. Although Alien is a huge movie. Right. It's no Star Wars. Yes, true. Um, they, I mean, there's a lot of things in Marvel where if you're an annoying, like, CinemaSins nerd, that it'll break for you. Like, Stanley's cameo in Captain Marvel, you'll be like, uh, so does that mean actually Stanley is real and, uh, the, every, the, they know about the comics and blah, blah, blah. Like, shut up. <laughs> They're movies. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Sure. Um, also that cameo is maybe Stanley's best cameo. I think it's his best also. It's I so really good. think it's his best. I, it, um, it was very simple in terms of like he just like looked up, and I wonder like if they just have like stock footage of him like doing very small motions that they can kind of put into whatever character moment they need from him. 
I think so. And if you look at Captain Marvel's reaction to him, she gives like a nod and a smile. I think that was pickup. Like I think in the original version of the movie, she probably just walked past him and he looked down. Yeah. But I think they did that knowing glance. Um, well, it also it also opened with a title card of like "Thank you, Stan." Yeah. Um, he's got two more apparently. There's one in Infinity War and one in Far From Home. Uh, uh, not Infinity War, but I understand. In a game. Yes. Infinity War 2. Um, okay. So, as we said, we are going to give some awards to the best of 2018 um, later at the end of the show. But Mark wants to give some awards to the movies of 2019. Um, the ones we have seen thus far. Um it's, it's really fun when you start introducing something Mark's about to do and he gets up and walks well, away. Well, I threw my phone away from me, so I would stop <laughs> looking at it and then I realized that I need it. Cody, can you just walk me through some of the uh, categories here? I'll just – I ha- already have um, awards definitely picked out that I thought about beforehand. Um, if you want to go uh-huh. ahead and give me some some categories. Yeah. All right, Mark. What would you say is the best animated film the best animated film? Well, I've – there's really a one it just stands above the rest um uh-huh. because it just i mean really this is a franchise that cannot be stepped on really one of the best animated I franchises it. i hate this um the only animated movie i've seen this year if you ask my opinion <laughs> it's the lego movie the second part um well Here's the thing. Mark is wrong because the best animated movie of the year so far is How to Train Your Dragon 3. Haven't heard of it. What's the next category? <laughs> um, best actor. Best actor, um, lead actor. Yeah, um, sure. I'm going to go with Andre Holland and High Flying Bird. This one's not a joke. He's really good. He is really good in that. That actually might make it to next year's show. Um, best lead actress. Best lead actress. Um, can I just give like a, a I, I have two nominees for each category. Okay. Matthew McConaughey great. is also nominated for Best Actor for Serenity. All right. Um, <laughs> best Lead Actress. Um, I'm probably going to go with Rosa Salazar for Alita Battle Angel playing the oh. role of Alita. Um, second place goes to... I hope that doesn't make it to next year. Second place goes to Brie Larson. Look, guys, I've seen uh. maybe eight <laughs> movies. Uh, I mean, I've seen um, more than that of like festival stuff, but that's boring. Uh, I've seen very limited movies, but I have opinions. Uh-huh. Okay, so Best Supporting Actress. Best Supporting Actress. Um, hmm, this one's tough because I don't know how many of these movies have a supporting actress. Probably Ani Taylor-Joy from Glass. Yeah, yeah, sure. Or Anne Hathaway in Serenity. Pro- look, probably Anne Hathaway in Serenity. Mm, she's she's the lead idiot. That's a good point. Diane Diane Lane would be the supporting actress in that one. Mm. Um, I probably would give it to Lashawn Lashana Lynch uh, for uh, Captain Marvel. Okay. Or no, or Annette Bening. I might actually. give it to Zazie Beetz for High Flying Bird. Uh, she is good in that movie. Um, best supporting actor. Best supporting actor is definitely Christoph Waltz in Alita Battle Angel. If not, Marshall Ali in Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Or Jason Clark from Serenity. Y'all, look, it's March. <laughs> I've seen some wild movies. I think my best supporting actor currently would be Samuel Jackson in Glass. Because, wow, but... He, the movie is named after him. I don't know who's the supporting actor in that movie. Maybe all three of them are leads. It's tough. But he feels like he has the least screen time of them, weirdly. Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. The title character? 
Yes. Yes. The, yes. The, the trilogy, each of them about one character, and this one about I know, class. I know, I, but it feels like he has the least to do in that movie of the three. He literally orchestrates the plot. Okay, whatever. Okay. Um, I think that... Then Ben, uh, ben, ben Mendelsohn <laughs> as the scroll guy. <laughs> um, it's definitely not Dwayne Johnson in Fighting With My Family. How did you know um, what my bit was going to be? <laughs> now, Florence Pugh, she actually could be in contention for Best Actress thus far. She was good in that movie. She was fine. That's a good movie. Um, she is in... Uh, we'll talk about it later, but she is in Midsummer, uh, Ari Aster's new movie. She's the lead, so excited about that. Uh, um, we added this category this year, Mark, um, the best CGI voiceover um, character. Um, like, a, like a motion capture performance also counts? Motion, motion Every capture. Every actor in Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. That, that actually may make it to 2019. No joke, yeah. Is, <laughs> Yeah, like that that one may. Um, okay, well, best director, I guess, is the last one I'll give you, and it's Soderberg, obviously Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. Yeah, he also won screenplay, which you didn't even uh, give to me, <laughs> which is offensive to me. Um, yeah. All right, what's next? Okay, so we want to talk about what we're excited about in 2019. Um, so you, you, you want to kind of like volley back and forth or do you want me to just read some of the ones off of my list? I put them in like segments. So, I mean, we can do whatever you want, Mark. Um, it's, it's loose. It's loose in the Cody way, which means there's a lot of structure and I wrote notes out, but it's still kind of loose. Um, Maybe we'll me. just do mine. We'll just do my method. Um, I'm Okay. Yeah, go what for are it. You doing? I'm, I'm just trying yeah, to pull yeah. up some movies on Letterboxd, <laughs> really. Um, okay, right. so so I'm here now. So 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 uh, the the first section, uh, it's it's three movies: um, Dumbo, Lion King, and Aladdin. These are the Disney remakes of the year, um, not counting Maleficent two because that is a uh, sequel, and no one is excited for that movie other than me, who is contractually obligated to see every Disney film because I agreed to do a bit where I watch every Disney film, more so like, no one's excited for more it. More like Maleficent. Boo. Um, Mark, I'm gonna make your dumbass watch that. I'm movie. going to. Maybe. It's after my wedding. Uh, I'm gonna see it on the cruise for my honeymoon. So like, uh, perfect. So Dumbo, Lion King, Aladdin. What do you What do you feel about those movies, Mark? Um, I think the Lion King is gonna be uh, interesting in the very least, just because of the technical challenges involved. I think it. I think it will be brilliant from that regard. And it, if it doesn't win like a tech Oscar, that would surprise me. We will see. Yeah, we will see. Just because. Um, just because. I mean. Uh, the technical Oscars don't always go to like the one that makes the most sense for it to win. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean you're right. Like absolutely right because everybody votes on it towards the end. But I mean they're like filming real locations and then adding in the characters. It's kind of a weird thing. Yeah, it's it's a really weird uh, production style. But I'm into it. Um, I'm I'm kind of excited about Dumbo. Um, I've been watching a lot of Tim Burton recently, and there's elements of him that I like a lot. And the fact that they're using the Dumbo movie as a jumping-off point and it's a completely new yeah. story is interesting. I, so I hadn't seen the new trailer until Captain Marvel, and it is just like completely different, human-heavy mm-hmm. plot, which is not what the yeah. original Dumbo was. 
so so at least it'll be like something new. It'll be a new angle. So that'll be um, interesting. Aladdin shrug emoji. <laughs> we don't know. Um, apparently, a new trailer comes out tomorrow as we're recording this, and we'll have more opinions then. But we don't right now. Will Smith, he's in it. Um, all right, the next section is the biggest blockbusters of the year, arguably. Um, and that's Endgame, Far From Home, Episode 9. So so what do you think about this? Here's my thing. I still... I, I feel like I need another trailer for Endgame to like actually yeah. be prepared. Don't know if I'm going to get one. And I, I'm you are. also kind of fine with that. You're getting one at the end of March because they're EW and Empire are both doing cover stories for uh, Endgame. Gotcha. And that's when the trailer yeah. tends to go. Um, yeah. I need a title for Episode 9. Um, uh, let's predict it. Let's try and predict end it. Endgame. <laughs> what if it is? What if J.J. Abrams saw the in-game announcement and was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> like, that is what I was playing. Cody, what do you um, think the odds are of there being like a like a revenge or a Jedi. return? A Jedi. Uh, 1%. Right? No, um, no. So, so my thought is, you know, the, the I, yeah. I always like to think about these movies as a trilogy. As, trilogies right yes and they echo each other each one of them echo each other but the force awakens doesn't necessarily fit with like the phantom menace and a Mm. new hope right the force awakens is like a full sentence it's about a force that is awakening yeah um the last jedi attack of the clones empire strikes back doesn't so those really don't really fit. match. Which, okay, sorry. I'm, I haven't really thought about this very much. So here's my <laughs> here's here's me thinking. Um, uh-huh. a, Empire Strikes Back is like yes. a full sentence. Attack of the Clones involves clones attacking. Right? Uh-huh. There's like a whole thing. Uh, in barely. Action, it's right? just at the end. But Force yeah. Awakens. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh huh. So uh-huh. it's weird that like the middle two lined up with the, the first one. Yeah. The Last Jedi. Uh-huh. A New Hope. Uh-huh. A Phantom Menace? It doesn't seem fit. I don't... But, <laughs> does that, but they're but, all okay. like, you know, like the adjective noun. Yeah. Um. I I wonder how the last title's going to fit. That's my thought. So it was ha- very uninteresting. So you, I'm sorry. <laughs> so you had Revenge of the Sith. Return, Return of, of the, the Jedi. Jedi. What if it's... You couldn't do Return again because it could be like Return of the Sith. Um, Release of I, the ninth movie. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know if it'll be an r word but i bet it's something i mean it could be it could be called the knights of ren um i've heard that rumored that wouldn't be i mean but it we don't know if it's actually going to be about them like the thing is we know nothing about this movie movie. not a single damn thing about it so i don't know like it could be literally anything because the the crazy thing Last Jedi rules, but it ended things, you know? Like, I felt like it felt like an ending of a trilogy a little bit. Um, Not completely, because they're, like, still having to find a home, but, like, it wrapped up most of the threads set up in the first one, I think. Not re- not really. I mean, it, it, it eliminated Snoke. And yeah, you got rid of Snoke, who was set up in the first one. You have the fall of Kylo. So, I mean, Kylo I guess the next gone, one is though. Kylo. 
I, I know, but you had the, the the true descent. Like, he can't be redeemed anymore. Like, he, he's gone. So, uh, you have, I mean, except, no, maybe he will be redeemed like uh, Vader was at the end. Yeah. But, uh, so the next movie is primarily Rey versus Kylo, um, Kylo I think. Yeah, um, makes sense. Really have, really have no idea. Um, okay, the other one in this list, Far From Home, we got Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. Yep. Cool. <laughs> um, weird trailer reminds me of weird uh, trailer the Lizzie McGuire movie where she goes abroad <laughs> and things happen. Yeah, um, it is kind of Lizzie McGuire movie. Huh? Yeah, that's my only thought. <laughs> um, Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I, it's it's weird that they're doing the like, hey, look at this new good character, but we know that he's Mysterio, so like we know he's bad. Yeah. That trailer gave away a, a lot of plot, more more That's than because most Marvel trailers or Disney trailers in general have. Uh huh. You know, because you know who technically handles their marketing, Sony. Ah. Dis- Disney doesn't handle the marketing because Disney has good marketing. Yeah. Um. Okay. So the next segment is uh things from when we were kids. Detective Pikachu, Sonic, and Dora the Explorer. Mm. What are the chances? So, Detective Pikachu, I think, is the best chance out of this list for being a good movie. By far. By far. Maybe the Except only Dora. Yeah, we haven't seen any artwork. We saw a picture of Dora, and we were all like, uh-huh. it looks like Dora. The director is interesting. Who? They're taking a comedic approach. It's the director of the Muppets movies, the new ones. Mm. Um, he also directed Neighbors, I think. Um Neighbors. I also, yeah. saw, to be clear, I also like the first Muppets movie a lot, and the second yes. one is fine. Has two good jokes. Yeah. Um, one of them is I feel like we should playing himself. <laughs> I feel like we should rewatch that one, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so I'm just fascinated by it. Benicio del Toro is playing Swiper. Well, like there's some weird stuff about it, and I'm I, I'm kind of excited about it. Sonic, every piece of news is insane and makes it seem like the movie will be bad, but I need to see it to believe it. Can we go back to Dora's the Explorer? Uh, Sicario, no Sicario, hang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, basically. Where were we? Um, Sonic. Who knows, dog? Like we're look, gonna watch look, it, y'all, but it's gonna be Sonic disaster. is gonna be wild. It's gonna suck, and I'm gonna love it. Yep, it'll be fun. There is a there um, is a, an announcement today that a trailer is coming, and the trailer will feature Coolio's rapper delight. And I said, "Sure, <laughs> I'm even more curious." Uh, I, I literally have no idea. Um, okay, so the next segment is some horror movies. It's Us, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, Pet Cemetery, It Chapter Two. Are you pumped for any of these, Mark? I mean, Us clearly. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be, like, it comes out the weekend this episode drops, so we'll see it pretty soon, and I'm pretty pumped about that. And it's got good South by Southwest reviews. People say it's incredible. Um, Do we think it actually makes it to the Oscars again? No. Hmm. Yeah, I kind of don't think so either, but people have been talking about Lupita's performance. Yeah, I mean, it's super insane. But they also ignored Tony Collette last year, so. Yeah, I think that a horror movie from March making it to the Oscars is kind of lightning in a bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just because you, you're putting the ingredients back there of like, you know, Jordan Peele, 
Oscar mm-hmm. or uh, horror movie in March. I don't. But think Oscars it will again. Oscars like to pay attention to people they've paid attention to before. Is my only like devil's advocate argument is like they will give this movie more benefit of the doubt because it's Jordan Peele. I don't know that it'll seal it. But it's but not it always more. like the next movie they make. True. You know what true. I mean? I mean, here's the here's the thing. Jordan Peele's going to win Oscars forever, I kind of yeah, think. Yeah, of so. course. Um, scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. You're unsure about that one. We haven't really gotten a real trailer. We just yeah. got like three 10-second clips, and they look creepy. And it's, it's weird because it's an anthology that they're adapting. And Into a linear story. Yes. Like the, yeah. And it's an anthology that people mostly remember for the pictures. Uh, honestly, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Which and yeah. like the the artwork is cool and it looks like it's well adapted. I mm-hmm. don't know how the plot's gonna work and you know Guillermo del Toro is producing, not directing, not directing, right? And he's produced some bad movies before. He's directed some bad movies too. Um, yeah, true. So like I'm cautious. I also am not okay. super attached to those books. I don't know if I ever like read those books. Oh, I definitely did. Um, Pet Cemetery. Speaking of books, it's a Stephen King book. That one looks pretty creepy. That one comes out very soon. That one does look good. Uh, I mm-hmm. like the original movie. I have not seen it, weirdly you enough. You have seen it. You just don't remember because you probably <laughs> fell asleep because I watched it with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I actually... In... Yeah, this... Uh, yes, in in my dorm room. Yes, not in your um, dorm like, room. Actually, this is in weird my how in my dorm. I have of a memory I have of this. <laughs> yeah, it's in the secret room. I remember yeah. us turning it yeah. on. So this isn't like Cyrus, where you claim I watched it and I absolutely did not. I know that Pet Cemetery was on in front of my eyes, uh-huh. but I do think we were sitting like annoying people were in there with us who were talking yep. and screaming over yep. the movie. So I think that's why it's like completely gone from my memory. I actually don't know if it was that or it was late at night and you were sleepy. It was probably both. Um, um, Pet Cemetery though, has a really good plot. Yeah. And it looks like, so I, I was talking to someone who has read the book recently and I plan on reading the book before the movie comes out or, you know, around no, you the don't. time the movie comes out. <laughs> yeah, around, um, yeah. And apparently there are elements of the book that are not in the original movie, but it seems as though they're going to be in the new movie. They're going to be in the new movie, but they've changed a huge plot point from the book to the movie. Yeah, it it, it seems like uh, they've taken some liberties. That is which ex- good, exciting. fine, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, the, okay, the director is uh, exciting. I don't think I've seen anything they've done, but everything I've heard about this director is good. Yeah. Um, then it chapter two. This is where they're adults now. You got Bill Hader, James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain. Like, yeah, this is gonna rule, y'all. Uh, or at least I hope <laughs> yeah, it's so. Be so um, good. The first it was great, clearly. Um, yep. I I don't know if the second one is going to make as much money because it's always hard to replicate that. Um, I I think it will actually. I really do. Um, because it's opening in that same time frame and people love the first one and now it's got famous people and it didn't before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, I just wonder uh, if like the public perception of of the first one has diminished or i mean i haven't rewatched the first one uh i have i'd be holds up I probably will 
Um, okay, so I didn't mention this one previously, but I remembered that it was coming out. Doctor Sleep, which is the sequel to The Shining. I thought it was 2020. It's coming out in November. It's the sequel to The Shining starring Ewan McGregor and Rebecca Ferguson. And it's directed by fucking Mike Flanagan. Oh, so, damn. <laughs> Stephen King, Mike Flanagan. Uh, yeah, pretty so, pumped about that one, even though that book sucks. My, kind my of. question is, are people who have only seen the Shining movie going to be able to follow? Is it a sequel to the book? Yeah. Is it a sequel to the movie? Is it kind of standalone? We will find out. It's... It's it's technically a sequel because I've read the book. It's technically a sequel to the book, right? Yes. Um, but nothing that happens in Doctor Sleep is tied too terribly much to the differences between the two, right? So he he has like memories mm-hmm. of it, but I think I think you'll be fine. Cool. It's I. It's weird because it's Mike Flanagan and he does horror, and it's very much going to be a horror movie. But the book is kind. It's weirdly kind of more of a creepy superhero movie. So or weird. Uh, superhero story. Yeah, I didn't love it. So we'll we'll see. Um, okay, so let's talk about some of the big animated that's coming out. Um, we can Go keep ahead. going. There's one that you have not mentioned yet that I'm concerned you will not mention, uh, and I will mention it if you have not at the end. Whisper it in my ear. The laundromat. Uh, it's at the end cool. with the yeah. Cool. It's it's in the crime section. Chad, go ahead and just cut um, that out. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so the animated movies we've got Adam's Family, which you and I will be seeing together because it comes out the weekend of my wedding, and I think we're gonna try and see it after my rehearsal dinner. Insane. Uh, <laughs> um, gotta see it. Frozen Two, Missing Link, and Toy Story Four are the ones that I'm pumped about. There's like nine other animated movies coming out this year. Um. Of, of course, those sequels are going to be good because the original movie is good, blah, 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 blah. Frozen 2 is going to be great. Toy Story 4, shrug emoji. It'll be fine. I am um, more interested in Toy Story 4 than Frozen 2. That's because you got mad at the trailer because it didn't tell you anything. <laughs> I, I I got more mad at the reception to the trailer. Everyone was like, this looks amazing. And I was like, it looks like it a... Does. I mean, it looks like a fucking... Fr- like, I, yeah, it's Frozen again. I get it. Yeah, Mark, remember remember how like Frozen was weird cuz right cuz it was a phenomenon that grew like over time. You and I went to the theaters to see Frozen like in the third week of its release and we're like, "Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's an animated movie. People seem to like it okay." And just like waltz in and then we're like, "Oh shit, it rules." We also missed the but, first like, 10 minutes of it. Uh yeah, we did. Yeah. We missed the the worst part of the movie, which is the ice song. Um, but also the animated short beforehand. Yes, we did. Which we have now seen, I uh, think. I have. Um So um, but but it ruled. Like that was a movie that grew yeah. uh, over came time. Out of nowhere. Yeah, the, so I think the, the hype for this movie will be insane. Yes, of course, of course. Um I think the Toy Story 2, Toy Story 4, 4. I, just the plot synopsis seems fucking weird and I'm into it. It's weird. It does seem weird. Um, Adam's Family. I love Adam's Family movies and an animated take on it where Oscar Isaac is playing Gomez, like, rules. Um, Who's making that? uh, What production company? I don't know. I think a good one. Um, Why are you talking about that? We're not talking about any Illumination properties on purpose. Because Um, they can uh, fuck off. Um, Even though I will see all of their films. Yes. Cody will see all of their films. Um, uh, Missing Link looks surprisingly good. 
was... It's directed by Greg Tiernan. What does he done? Oh, it's from the directors of Sausage Party. So Sony, I think. Uh, fuck. I didn't look in the right place. I looked on IMDb, not Letterboxd. Back to Missing Link. Um, uh-huh. The... The trailer made me frustrated at how often I was laughing because the I like every time I'm like in the movie theater I walk by like the stand up poster outside and I'm like fuck this movie didn't we just have why Smallfoot? it looks good I get mad at every stand up poster for an animated movie Cody you have to realize this because <laughs> yeah, um, I just I assume that any animated movie is illumination and I just get mad um, that is true we are like scared because the bad movies are so bad yeah. but the good animated movies rule but. Yeah, um, anyway. yeah, notice how we're not talking about Secret Life of Pets to you or whatever. Yep. Um, that's my new bit. I'm I'm giving everything sequels in the style of Happy, Happy Death Day to you. Okay, so it's being, it's done by Cinesite Studios and MGM is producing it. MGM has the what? rights to Adam's family, I imagine. Yeah. Um, they do, but at, yeah, it's, it's an MGM movie, which is interesting. At one point, it was about to be Illumination. So dodge the bullet. Question mark emoji. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. We don't know anything about these people. Yeah, I don't know. It, okay, it'll be fine. Uh, so we're gonna do our 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 uh, our biopic section. We didn't talk about every biopic because there was a lot I didn't know about or care about. But Rocket Man, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Those are two interesting biopics coming up. Yeah. Um. I I think Rocket Man looks great. Rocket Man looks really good. Is A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood coming out this year? They may push it back, but as of right now, it's coming out this year. That's crazy because it like is starting production. It signed a director like Mm-mm. two months ago, right? No, they're close to being done with production slash that, may have already finished. I thought that Mariel Heller was like just recently announced to direct it. No, 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 no. She had kind of been directing it the whole time. Okay. Um, so, yeah, those are exciting. Mr. Rogers rules. Um, the Elton John, he's actually singing in it. So that'll be an interesting take. It also looks interesting that it's being a actual musical and not just a biopic. Like there's an angle on it. Um, Yes, that's exciting. Um. Speaking of musicals, not to jump ahead, but for uh, the Beatles movie Forever, is that what it's called? Yesterday. Yesterday. Why did that thing was Forever? That's a. Even... I don't know, but that's down in the musical section, I'm sorry. Mark. Okay, and we'll get there. we will get there. Lion <laughs> King is also um, in the musical section. I know. Some of these could be in multiple sections, especially you're going to be mad that I left the laundromat out of this section to put in a different section but this is big name directors making new movies this year yeah, fuck off. Uh, Soderbergh already had a movie this so? year so it's not like shocking anyway uh, so that's Knives Out which is Ryan Johnson's new movie that has everybody in the world in Very it but we don't know anything about it for Ryan Johnson it. to get back to crime movies Looper's yes, Grey uh, yes. all of his movies are so good yes Brothers Blue, uh, then, Brick. yeah uh, I I love Ryan Johnson and the and the cast is insane and yeah. Um, Once upon a time in Hollywood is Tarantino's probably very tasteful movie about, that features Charles Manson and the murder of Sharon Tate. Um, it it seems to mostly be about two actors, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt are like playing like actors and stuntmen. We don't really know much about that one, but it comes out kind of soon. Yeah, we'll see. I don't. I hated Hateful Wait, Eight. Is, I, I I don't when know. When is that coming out? Like May, okay, uh, yeah, like soon. Here's what I will a say. trailer should be soon. Um, I'm excited for Tarantino to be back in the past fifty years. 
in his sense. Yeah, instead of like a hundred years yeah. ago. Yeah, as opposed to being in the yeah. 1800s or the 1940s. Like, right. I'm excited for a 60s movie from, 70s movie from Tarantino. I, I, I want him to make a present day movie again, but I don't know that he ever will. Um, He's only made like a handful. And it's mostly his early career was present day stuff. I know. that. That's why I'm like, I don't think yeah. he ever will again. Uh, the, um, speaking of movies not set in this time frame, one set in the future, Gemini Man, which is Ang Lee fucking around with technology again, making two Will Smiths. One of them's old, one of them's young. And then he's going to show it at like three billion frames per second or some shit. It'll be wild. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. I know nothing All right, about Ang. this movie, but Ang is cool with me. Uh, the plot is a younger clone version of Will Smith tries to kill the older version of him. That's the plot. Backwards looper. Backwards looper. But also, they're not the same versions of themselves. It's like a clone. I'm going to have a headache in this movie. You're just like trying <laughs> it's gonna to figure out It's going to be very confusing. <laughs> yep. Uh, then there's Little Women, uh, which is uh, Greta Garwig's follow-up to Lady Bird. It has an amazing cast. Mm-hmm. Saoirse Ronan, Emma Stone, Emma Watson... Uh, I think Timothy Chalamet's in it. He's not a woman. He is little. <laughs> he is little. I was excited about this movie. Then I saw a set photo where it is set in the past in like whatever era the original was set. I trust Greta cool Gerwig. But I, I trust her. I was hoping for a modern version. We'll see. I really don't know. I, I, I should be excited about this movie. It's just movies set. And, like, costume dramas are not necessarily my thing, and I'm worried that this could fall into that. I like costume dramas. I'm into it. Um, Depends on what their costumes are, I guess. If they're in pirate costumes, I love it. They're in superhero costumes, Um, even better. (laughs) Even better. Uh, The last one in this section, Where'd You Go, Bernadette? That is Linklater's uh, next movie, which, finally, he's he's back at it again. Back at it. It's Uh, been a full year since he made a movie. He made one in 2017 that we forgot about. I watched it and forgot about mm-hmm. it. Yep. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. But this one looks good. It's Kate Blanchett, and she disappears. Yeah, he feels- <laughs> she just fucks right off. <laughs> Me, IRL. <laughs> um. Uh. He seems like an every other director. You know, every other one's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this one should be good. Uh, so now we're in the crime section. Uh, we've got the kitchen, which is a. Um, Why wasn't Knives Out in this section? I don't know, Mark. There's a lot of sections because I didn't remember what Knives Out was about. Um, so the kitchen it has is knives. <laughs> the the kitchen is Tiffany Haddish and Melissa McCarthy. It is like a they're like the wives of like oh and Elizabeth Moss. They're wives of like mob bosses. Um, it's got a good director, I think. Um, and yeah, I'm excited about it. Seeing Tiffany Haddish do um, a serious movie. Um, oh, it's Andrea Burloff who directed, who wrote Straight Outta Compton. Um, I thought Ice Cube wrote Straight Outta Compton. Um, he had input. Um, but Margot Martindale is in it. Domo Gleason, Common, like Bill Camp, Brian Darcy James. Wow, is every fucking character actor in the yeah. world who showed up on HBO shows in this? Sounds like it. I'm into it though. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, then we have the Irishman, which we, I mean, we we I, we know I saw that a trailer it's, for it. <laughs> kinda. Kinda. Uh, um, it's Scorsese's next movie. He's making it for Netflix. He's demanding them play it in theaters. And it's um, got De Niro in it again. Like, you know, Scorsese De Niro, being with De Niro, Pesci, and Pacino, and 
I'm sorry, Pacino, whatever. Pacino. I had it, oh, whatever. Uh, and Harvey Keitel, like, you know, just like every gangster from a uh, yeah. Scorsese movie is back in Is, is Scorsese returning to the gangster um, genre? It costs so much fucking money because we're, I mean, we're hitting this a lot, de-aging technology. They're de-aging De Niro in it. Oh, weird. Um, Have you seen the, the, yeah. the plot synopsis for this? It's a, a mob boss. A mob hitman right? recalls his possible involvement with the slaying of Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, is, which yeah, is cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like a historical um, gangster movie. So, yeah. Uh, then we have The Laundromat. Um, yes. Which I'm I don't fully know the plot of it, but I know it's Steven Soderbergh, so I know it's, it's about a heist. It's about the... the um, it's, it's kind of about a heist. It's about the Panama Papers. Oh, that's right. That's right. Well, Mark, you really unlocked Soderbergh's movie for for me one time. I think it was you who said it. Who was like, every one of his movies is a heist movie, even uh, the ones Earl that said aren't. That, but I repeated. Oh him. shit! But <laughs> I, I I probably said it to you, and you heard it from me. Um, but yeah. he's. I mean, it completely is. Even if like you're, the thing you're stealing is like your dignity, you're, no, you're I, still I, like pulling I, yeah. one over to get what you want, and it's just oh, so good. I don't know. I I started. I started thinking about Aaron Brockovich, which is one of his that I really, really love, and how it, like, she's not stealing anything, but it still very much is the, like, I'm forming the plan, I'm executing. Like, it it has heist elements, you yeah. know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if all of his movies are like that. I don't know if, like, Sex, Lies, and Videotapes is, like, is a heist movie. Um, it's just good in other ways. But yeah. they all have, like, a lot of, like, tension, and even if the tension is, like, dramatic character tension, it's still, like, right. great. Right. Uh, then there's Joker mm-hmm. <laughs> putting this one in the crime section because it may be a crime that can, it exists. Can we end the crime section and start the superhero movies we don't want to see section? <laughs> but Joker may be good. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Superhero movies know. from studios we don't like. How about that? <laughs> right. I think this is the only one. I mean, there's kidding? a lot of movies. There's a lot of movies I purposely left off this list because I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I don't have anything to say about them. I'm just going to mention the new X-Men Oh yeah, I purposely left off Dark Phoenix and New Mutants because New Mutants isn't, isn't gonna, gonna fucking come out. come out. Um, but also Shazam is on this list. I, I'll see it. It looks fun, yeah. but not. I don't have anything interesting to this? say about it. I'm on Letterboxd uh-huh. right now. Apparently, Joe Johnston is directing a movie called The Chronicles of Narnia: The Silver Chair. It's not coming out next year. Yeah, I remember. Hope not. Netflix got the rights from Disney, so they're making the TV show versions of it. So it's right. not happening. Um, yeah, Joker may be good. Joaquin Phoenix, he's a good actor. Todd Phillips remains to be seen how he can do in mm-hmm. this kind of movie. Um, and he is just remaking a Scorsese movie, but putting uh, Joker in it. So, nah, I don't know. Um, okay, so now we're in the musical section. <laughs> it is very funny, the movies I'm omitting talking about. Uh, so there's Yesterday. That's the movie where the guy wakes up and then he, uh, nobody has ever heard of the Beatles and he gets super famous. Mark and I are going to go see it and cry. Yeah, I'm going to hate this movie great. and also just sob. So, yeah. Um, then there's Teen Spirit. Oh, sorry. Which... Hold on. One more thing about Yesterday. It's technically a heist movie because it's stealing the tears out of my eyes, even though I do <laughs> right. not want to give them up and really will not enjoy the process. You'll like it. I fine. will like it. I'm just going to be grumpy about it. Yes. Um, Teen Spirit. Nobody really cares about this movie other than me, I think, because it's a lot of music from like Bleachers and Lord and Carly Rae Jepsen and shit like that. And Elle Fanning sings it. I don't know. It's going to be fun. We'll see. <laughs> I'll, I'll, 
I'll love it's it. A crime, uh, that's there's a Nirvana song in that, which there might be. Right. Um, then there's Blinded by the Light, which the premise of this movie, Mark, is um, a couple falls in love bonding over uh, the music of Bruce Springsteen. They're from, they're not American. Th- that is the whole like oh, premise gotcha. behind it. Oh, is um, that the one, they're British and they're like immigrants? Yeah. Uh, not, not to sound like dis- I feel like in I 1987 um in Thatcher's Britain, yeah, it's immigrants under Thatcher's Britain. They learn to live life, understand his family and find his own voice through the music of Bruce Springsteen. Yep. It's from the director of Bend It Like Beckham. Oh, interesting. So, interesting. Um what we're not going to talk about is cats cuz I don't know. I'm looking not at, excited about that one. I don't fucking know. I'm excited because I don't fucking know. I'm excited for Twitter on the day that the first look from that movie comes out. The first time we see a costume on Twitter, it's going to explode. I cannot wait. Yep. Um, okay, and so this next section are like festival movies or like indie directors that I've been hearing good things about. Um, so there's Ad Astra, which is a movie... B- uh, from James Gray, that is Brad Pitt in space. We know nothing about it. I like it. Brad Pitt. I like space. I like space. This could be, you know, an Oscar contender because you got to get one space movie in. Uh, then we got Midsummer, which is uh, Ari Aster's follow up to Hereditary. It looks like it's a horror movie set completely during the day, and it's like cult shit. Um, it looks like if uh, Coachella was evil. It looks <laughs> like, like I don't if Firefest was bad wait hold on i'm trying to well, figure this hold out. on wait we've only had two movies about yeah. that this year um yeah midsummer's gonna be great then there's the farewell which is a movie starring aquafina that is um i don't know we, we i don't know a ton about it, but it, it it did really well at sundance was very beloved at sundance um Another beloved at Sundance is The Report, which is a movie that has Annette Bening playing uh, a senator from California. But Adam Driver is the main character, and he um, it, it's a, it's about the torture reports that came out during right, the right, Iraq right. War. Um, so that'll be a good one. I think Adam Driver is going to get another Oscar nomination that year. Or this year. Then there's The Goldfinch, which I don't know a lot about, Mark. Maybe you know more, but it's based on a book that was super popular, and it's finally coming out this year. Yeah, literally all I know is that it's based on a book. It's cast is kind of wild, because it's... Kind of like Gone Girl was like the book that everyone had to read that summer. Goldfinch was like that. This is that version. Um, But it's Nicole Kidman, Sarah Paulson, Finn Wolfhard, Luke Wilson, Ansel Elgort, Jeffrey Wright... So, good cast. The director um, is the director of Brooklyn. Interesting. Um, and he directed some episodes of the newest season of True Detective. So, I'm interested in that. And then our final one we're going to talk about before we give the awards, because we're going a bit long, and I want a sandwich, is The Modern Ocean. Mark, do you know what this movie is? That is the new... Um, mm-hmm. What's his face? Shane, Shane Car- Carruth. Carruth. Yeah. Ruth. Um, he is the director of Primer and that other movie that I like a lot that Upstream I don't remember. Color. The name. Upstream Color. Um, so it's going to be weird. Yep. Uh, supposedly it's about shipping routes, but I know that it's got to be more than that. Look, his um, last movie was about pigs, question mark. Te- technically, um, yeah. But like, so. The Modern Ocean has a huge cast. Like, he's never used any 
almost any known actor before. Other You're than, right. Like, it, the biggest actor in uh, his last movie was him. Uh, right. I The Chattanooga Film Festival, which is happening April 11th through 14th, is playing a movie where he's acting in it. He's not a bad actor. No, he's not. And he's also acting in the Modern Ocean. Um, Modern Ocean on IMDb no longer has the cast list, but I remember it's looking on, at the cast at If you, if you go to Wikipedia, point. it'll tell you like the rumored cast. I really don't know if um, anything's been officially announced about it as much as like everyone is like, you've been working on this for six years. It's coming out this year, right? Right. And yeah, it may not come out this year, but the cast is Anne Hathaway, Keanu Reeves, Daniel Radcliffe, Chloe Grace Moretz, Tom Holland, Aza Butterfield, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that is a great cast. Great cast. Um, so before we finish, uh, yeah, what are some that I missed? I, I think you, I'm pulling up my list, so I'm just going to kind of uh, hang out here for a second. My number mm-hmm. one of last year that is technically going to be from this year, I hope it ever gets released, is One Cut of the Dead. Um, oh, that's right. Which is possibly the best zombie movie you've ever seen. Um, mm-hmm. It is so good. Uh, promise me you will see that, audience. Um, also, un- if they ever make it available, that's yeah, what I'm that's waiting on. That's the question. On. Yeah. I don't know if it has international distribution yet is the real problem there. Um, Under the Silver Lake is David Robert Mitchell's new movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's supposed to be coming out in April. I think it'll get a limited release in April. Um, A twenty four does not seem proud of this movie, but I they seem to be trying to bury it. I, I yeah. really like this movie. Um, it is like a it is the new mutants for A twenty four. Yeah, but but like uh, good though. Um, it's like new mutants maybe good. We don't know. Like a Hitchcockian kind of mystery in L A. Yeah. in like two thousand eleven. It's like very specifically set like f- five years ago. It's weird. Yeah. Um, and then also the perfection is a movie coming to Netflix. Um, and it'll probably like drop on Netflix and disappear, but it is great. Uh, it's, a, you'll have to remind me to watch yeah, it. Yeah. It has Allison Williams, Allison Williams in it. Uh, Got it. and it's about a cello player. Oh, interesting. Okay. Are you, Mark, are you ready to find out the winners? I honestly of... have not even looked at the winners and will not look and you're just going to tell them to me and I'm going to react. Here we go. I am. Okay. And we're going to go through it pretty fast. Okay. So everybody pay attention because here are your winners for the 2018. No, uh, I yeah, hate, well, I don't want to do it like the Oscars do it. Cause it's so annoying to me. Uh, here are the winner for your second annual, uh, pickies honoring the best in 2018. So for best screenplay, the winner is first reform yeah. written by Paul Schrader. Um, the winner of best voice actor mocap performance was Jim Cummings as Winnie the Pooh and Tigger in Christopher Robin. Sure. The yeah. right choice, I think. He did two voices, so it's kind of cheating, but sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, best supporting actor. This one was kind of a shock uh, to me, but I'm excited nevertheless. Uh, Michael B. Jordan for Black Panther. Good shit. Um, for best supporting actress, um, Emily Blunt, A Quiet Place. I'm kind of mad at this one because, as I argue, she is the lead of that movie. But whatever. Um, I, I, that movie is <laughs> fine. Yeah, I'm uh, not crazy about that we movie, don't, but she's good in it, so fine. We don't have Chad here to defend that pick. Um, so best actor um, by a pretty wide margin, Bradley Cooper, A Star Is Born. Hey. Fucking nominate him, idiots! <laughs> like the fa- oh wait, they did. They didn't nominate him for director. Sorry, I I, I retract idiot. my statements. Yeah. Oscar, cool. yeah. Uh, uh, best actress also by a pretty wide margin. Elsie Fisher from Eighth Grade. Cool with that. Um, 
Best Director, Bradley Cooper, A Star is Born. Nominate him, you idiots. That's why I was thinking it, yeah. Uh, best a- animated film with an overwhelming majority, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Look, if, if it had been anything else, I would have quit the podcast. Yep. And best picture, the winner is, drumroll please, this is the one you guys voted on as the best of 2018. It is A Star is Born. Good picks. We have, good pick. We have good listeners. Good job, listeners. Uh, I'm proud of you. Better than Green Book winning. Yes. Um, so are any of our nominees winning. Yeah, truly um yeah that's the show i know it was a weird episode this episode but we got to talk about what we're excited about for next year we got to shoot the shit a bit um i just wanted to say if you listen if you watched oh brother where art thou in preparation for this episode you're welcome (laughs) yeah it's a good flick and guess what we're talking about it next week and it is now available to stream is it really no it's not yeah i didn't know there, there was something that the next movie we're talking about I didn't think was able to stream, and then now it is. Oh, cool. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? You can find it on Amazon or iTunes, or, like, you probably own it or have some way to see it. Um, like so that's older cousin who's a little bit older than you probably has it, and you can just, like, borrow it from him. Your parents have the soundtrack. Um, okay, so that's what we're talking about the next episode. Until then... Um, you can follow the show at We Pick Picks on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you can follow me at Cody Lunsford underscore on Twitter and follow me on Letterbox at Cody Lunsford. That's also where you will be able to find the best picture picks of 2019. Um, we'll keep mentioning them on the show as we like them and they make it onto that list. And it'll be interesting to see how many from the movies we discussed today actually make it on that list. Um, probably not all of them. Probably not a ton. Um, uh, you can follow Chad at Chad A. Oliver. I'm sure he would want me to mention that. He's cross-platform Chad A. Oliver anywhere. Um, you can follow me at Wallington Mark on all platforms. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, well, this has yep. been a Best Pictures Podcast. And remember, I am a man of constant sorrow. <laughs>